Hey, we'd like to welcome you to House of Prayers. Oh, I forget the number now. Probably fourth or something like that, or fifth podcast. I don't know where we're at. Um, as we continue our series of talking to people in our community and hearing how they got started in prayer and how they've grown in prayer. And so today I am excited to be doing this with Stacy. Stacy's been involved in House of Prayer since 2011, I'm guessing. I don't even, I didn't even ask you. Nine? Actually, yeah, probably the first time I stepped through the doors was 2009, but 2010 is when I started. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself, Stacey? Uh, Share. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Stacey. And um, as Mark said, I've been uh, with the House of Prayer on staff for 10 years, for sure. And I'm um, a mom of three adult children. I have uh, uh, four grandbabies now. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what else to say about that, but I'll just dive into the whole prayer thing. If you would have asked me uh, 20 years ago <laughs> about prayer, I would have, I would have had, if I could see into the future 20 years yeah. ago, I would have been totally shocked at what I do. <laughs> so <laughs> but how does um, like where had no grid for it then? Well, um, like as a little girl, I, I would go to church with my grandma. She was quite a devout Catholic and she would pray. And my mom would pray at uh, bedtime. She would just pray. She did it every night. So it's not like I wasn't familiar and I, growing up in Catholic school we had prayer and uh, that kind of thing but it didn't really and I probably myself prayed um, I, I mean I know I did I prayed yeah. but it but having that context for a house of prayer or doing it as a, job. a, a calling a job yeah, yeah. so yeah I am um, so in 2001, I'll just kind of backtrack. I, I basically, I um, really gave, regave myself to the Lord in 2001 yeah. and just started. So when I started, um, you know, going to church regularly and I was really interested, I really liked the corporate prayer meetings and I would go regular. I was living in Wetaskiwin in that time and I just really liked, enjoyed them. And also was part of a woman's prayer meeting that met separately. That wasn't a part of that church, but I just, it was a really fiery group of women. And um, I just loved it. And I had gone to a conference in 2007. And the same year I had actually done, um, I had gone through a, a fast, a 21 day fast, specifically kind of just giving myself to the Lord with kind of vows. Like I am, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do. And, um, yeah. And so I'd gone to this conference and there was, uh, one of the people there had meant that was speaking that of various speakers and had mentioned that, uh, there mentioned the IHOP, the international house of prayer. And I had this, I don't know how to describe it other than a leap, leap in my spirit or a, you know, just a, yeah. and it really caught me and it was like, wow. And it, it's funny. I have, it was actually, it was an end time handmaidens 
okay. and servants, which was an in intercessor. They still, they've changed their name now, but uh, a, an intercessory group. And again, I, I, the reason I even went to this conference, I had that same kind of leap in my spirit when my friend told me she was going to this thing and not really understanding what it was. And this conference, I had gone to a few of them after that. And it was just uh, these, um, a lot of women mostly, but men as well, that just prayed for nations and really, really poured out their hearts and um, in travail and, you know, just saw things and experienced things I had, which were way more than I had experienced, yeah. so to speak, in prayer meetings and, but, but caught me. And uh, anyways, when I heard, it was actually Stacy Campbell, Stacy Campbell, that was speaking that mentioned IHOP. And okay. she's also talked about, I think she might've talked about prayer in Kelowna at that time. I think they might've had a house of prayer or something. Yeah. I don't I remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that, as soon as I heard about IHOP, I just had this dream of wanting to go there. and. Uh, so that was in 2007 and then, you know, came back and just went on with life, what I was doing, my job at that time. And somehow I, like, I still had that longing to go and every once in a while it would come up. And, um, I had, uh, I, I dawned on me one day, oh, I should look and see if there's anything in Edmonton. And so I just Googled it and <laughs> found that there was, there's a house of prayer. And that time, um, it was in the, House of Prayer was in the little chapel at West Edmonton Mall, and they were yeah. only doing Friday nights, I believe. Maybe, I can't remember, maybe they did one 24-hour a month, I don't know, but for sure they did Friday nights, so I went and stopped in and uh, did, did one night in the chapel, and then didn't go back for a while, like a few months at least, and then it just turned out I had a, I was in transition, in a job transition, and I had this space open up of time and again I googled house of prayer I thought maybe I'll go and realize they were open now five days a week and um, in the mornings and I had this time so I just started going yeah. and uh, that was in the summer I guess it was the summer of 2010 and um, and I knew like that I was just such a draw I, I knew I was supposed to go I could yeah. not go uh, and, and also I at the same time, I was, I was kind of struggling with it. Like, what are they really doing here? And I remember at the time, this is funny, but they would have the web stream on from IHOP where the live worship or the, not, not necessarily live, live or archived, archived worship teams would be up singing. And so they use that as the worship and then go into prayer. And I remember I thought, this is weird. Are they like worshiping IHOP? Like I, because I, I didn't understand, and there was a lot of things I didn't understand. There was a real fear of getting up and praying. I, uh, they had a little microphone at that time. Yeah, we still do have a microphone sometimes, <laughs> right? So that was really intimidating. Really afraid of that. Um, yeah, but just continuing to go day by day and just really of course loving the prayer part of it and when we would actually pray and because that always has been something that I like I said yeah. once I started going to corporate prayer meetings so and then I had Jim at 
Jim Hall, the director, had done some teaching uh, shortly after, like maybe in the fall, there was something that I can't remember what it was. He had done a teaching series and that really started to help me to understand what was going on and why the whys around um, the harp and bowl um, uh, set up, you know, worship and prayer together. And he just did such a great job at teaching and, and it really, yeah hit me and then I just started to realize that this God actually had me in the space of not working because he was calling me to mm-hmm. to do this um, and yeah it just unfolded that I, I got um, partnership and and uh, just headed into this you know, it's been 10 years and it's it's really something looking back at the 10 years you know, we started in the chapel and then we moved to the, where we are now at Victory Church and yeah. just the different seasons that, that we've gone through and the different things that have happened and all the different, uh, you know, there were seasons where Jim would teach more and, or bring people in to teach and yeah. the different people that have come and gone, but still a, a strong uh, community of many that have stayed and yeah. Um, it's neat how like God drew a group of people right at that time when they went week like on daily prayer. Because I know you got involved right around then. And I know many of the other staff, I got involved in 2011, so just like a year later. Yeah. And it's just like in that time, God's like, okay, I'm going to draw everybody in to establish us. And now it's been kind of that group for like 10 years. Yeah. Like there's some that have come and gone and like and some of them join later but like there's this core group that kind of all joined yeah. at the same time which is <laughs> weird to me yeah and then he's skeptical i guess and i'm assuming that when the next stage comes god's like okay and he'll bring other people like it just different right, yeah. interesting i was just thinking about that as you're sharing like yeah that's interesting yeah that. Yeah. And the other thing too, I'll share is I did get my dream to go to IHOP. You know, I was able to go, I think I've gone, I think it's four times that I've been able to go there and, uh, you know, just love it. And just what was it like when you first walked in? Cause they're like, for if people listening don't know their prayer room started 1999 has not stopped since. And so they have like a stage worship teams coming up nonstop every two hours, new teams it hasn't stopped for, yeah, since September of 1999. Yeah. So what was well, the first I just in? loved it. Like, I just <laughs> loved it. Like, just being able to sit in that room and, you know, they, as you know, they do, uh, they'll do a worship set and, and then an intercession set where they pray for something. They'll have a prayer theme. Yeah. And, uh, and then they'll do another worship set. And then it's worship with the word where you just sit there and they're singing the word. And then, so they just keep doing that over and over. And I just found it so uh, profoundly um, powerful and a mixture of, you know, that, that place where I love engaging with the prayer, which is, I just love it. And this thing where intercession stirs up intercession, um, you know, and, uh, and I got, I don't know that everybody feels that there was a time I thought, why doesn't everybody feel that? (laughs) 
but <laughs> I think certain types or whatever yeah, really can. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, you feel it. There's something so there is. Yeah. So then there, and then not, then just sitting in the word being sung, I just remember being just so touched and experienced healing, like emotional healing and God really touching and, and just being able to sit there for hours. I remember like doing 10, 12 hour days, just sitting in that room and being just uh, the presence of God so strong and the yeah. beauty of the word and uh, yeah. And, and just loving the other things that they have there. Like they have the, they're making an appointment for their healing rooms and appointment for their prophetic rooms Prophecy. just to go yeah. and have be prophesied over. And then going to the, uh, weekend um, services they have there and hearing Mike Bickle teach or other teachers and again there the services are always really my experience very just wonderful yeah. <laughs> engaging in the worship and yeah yeah so every time I've gone there it's been just as good just That's as good thing. yeah I found that too. It's like they've mined something. I don't say it, like they mined something in, in God. And so when you enter into that room, it's like just revelation flows. Yeah. Like if I try to sit at home and pray for 10 hours, I can never do it. Like if I make it exactly. like half an hour, I've done it pretty good. But like there, <laughs> I can sit there for 10 hours and it can be a bit of a stretch, like after a few days of doing it. But like, there's a grace there that's like an enabling something. That's just, that's it. That is it. And, um, you know, I think people, I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think people, when they hear that, you know, I'm at, on, uh, intercessor and I'm at, in a house of prayer, yeah. I think people assume that that's what I do. Like that I, it comes natural just to go sit and, uh, for hours and pray that's not it's just not natural to me yeah but it is in the corporate setting it's yeah. it's it says it's definitely uh it's harder for me to be disciplined to pray on my own than it is to sit corporately it, it just fuels it fuels me and and it's it's it really is an easy yoke even though um I know we talk about this as staff. You'll feel tired at the end of it, like a three-hour morning. Yeah. Of three of the, there's a, I'm tired. We're tired because we have been working, but it's not somehow doing it when you're in it. It's just like it, it just blows and. Uh, yeah. There's a grace on it, and it just. There's a grace on it. Yeah, yeah. I'd find it like, yeah, at home you have your moments of where it's anointed, but for the most part, I struggle. People think yeah. like, oh yeah, it must have like a really great prayer life because you know you work for House of Prayer, and I'm like, well, my personal prayer life is not that amazing. Like, there's there, but like it's not that great. Like, but it's like corporate prayer. I can go to you know, House of Prayer here in Edmonton, and I can enjoy a three-hour prayer meeting. Yeah. I don't know if I could go longer than three hours. Like, then it gets harder. Three, four hours, I hit my limit. Yeah, uh, I can do it. And then I go down to IHOP and it's like, I can do 10, 12 hours. And it's just like, there's something in the spirit that gets mined and deposited. And I think that's how God set it up too. Yeah. 
Well, I've always thought too, because there, they're real. My experience is, especially in the worship with the word, it's like they're ministering to the Lord, but he's ministering back. Like yeah. it's this reciprocating thing going on. And it's, yeah. That's another big thing. <laughs> yeah. When you get the focus of your prayer time off yourself. Yeah. And onto him. Yeah. And so like, let's like ministering to God. Um, I know, I know, you know it, but a lot of people get confused um, by that. Uh, Cause we often think of prayer as, you know, praying for us or praying for our neighbors, you know, our country and different things but when we say ministering to god like what what are what are you implying when you say we're ministering to god like how would you describe it in there well i i would just describe it as expressing um devotion to him and love to him in worship whether it's singing or uh, just in our context at House of Prayer, where we use the devotional prayer and we are going through, um, uh, you know, each week we all go through a different passage in scripture together as a team. To me, that is ministering to God, especially, I mean, there's, there's a lot of praying for ourselves, which we do, but there's also a lot of thanksgiving and praise to me, that's ministering to him, yeah. uh, acknowledging who he is, acknowledging his attributes, acknowledging his beauty. Um, yeah. yeah and, I find that and that can be done through song and through words okay. and through just meditation, like just what's going on in my own heart towards him. Maybe nobody else can hear it or see it, but sorry. Yeah. I just find like that's a side of prayer we've, don't see much talked about uh anymore at least like this idea of like that we're doing it for his sake not our sake and that he's really pleased with it and he's really excited about our prayer times right and like he really rejoices over it like and we're doing it because he likes it not because we need to pray for something to happen right like he enjoys he enjoys our voices. He enjoys our hearts. Yeah. He enjoys our looking at him. Yeah. 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 And focusing on him. Yeah. Yes. And I just think, and then, and that he's so good. He always gives back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he doesn't just like, he just always, yeah. There's something in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so for these you know, 10 years now or so, you've been giving yourself quite wholeheartedly to prayer. Um, like what are some of the revelations or different things like, or stepping stones you say, like of experiences with God you've had that have kind of opened prayer up to you in new ways or growing ways or? Um, one of the first things that comes to me is uh, the just being with a group of people, specifically our context again, where yeah. we're with each other five days a week at least. Sometimes we do more, right? Sometimes yeah. we do weekend stuff, and but we're five days a week hearing each other's voices, 
expressing prayer, expressing our hearts. And just there's this, it's a, um, it's a place of, it's that whole iron sharpens iron because there's personalities, there's, um, there's just, there's all of our differences, different giftings, different, and it's a place of such incredible, can be so much joy, but it's also can be hard because it causes me uh, to wrestle with many things like my, ident it, it brings forth my um, weak, my insecurities come up. Yeah. Uh, my wrestling still with who I am, my identity in Christ. Like it, it just has a way of being, I don't know. It's, and I feel like because we are, um, we're, we're not one denomination, we're different denominations together, different. So we'll have, you know, the more charismatic people, the more, those, those that are not charismatic and, and it's not just that there's different it's thoughts and different opinions yeah. <laughs> and ways of being. And, and, and it's just, it's like, a, to me, it's like a, I don't know if microcosm is the right word of the bigger corporate church. Yeah. So it's like, it's like all the denominations are, are whatever, all the different tensions and that are put together in a room for 10 years and it just works out so much stuff. Like, and so I feel like I, that's what I've gone through and continue to go through and the Lord uses it to, you know, to, to train, to heal, to, um, what's that word? Correct. Where I need correction to convict, bring conviction, to show how little love I have. You know? <laughs> so I have to ask for more love. How how ask ask for more grace? That kind of thing. So it's a it's a community of um, learning and and yeah, and it's all it's his body. So that's one place that I can say, which is um, yeah, which is interesting because it's like you think we're coming to pray. It's like a vertical thing. And yet I've, I totally agree with you on this is like, there's that horizontal, like we're dealing with each other. And it's like, I've thought of it like, you know, the stones and the tumblers and then they get polished by rubbing against yes. each other. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it feels like that. Cause it's like, you, <laughs> when you're doing it every day for years, you start to realize, Oh, you see this so differently than me. And you're approaching this so differently. You put your values on different things than I do. And then there's always like the, you're too charismatic or you're not charismatic enough. And you are too into <laughs> prophecy and sharing and you are not, <laughs> you don't value yes. prophecy enough and <laughs> all these different things that come up. And yet when yeah. you stick with it, like you're saying, and you say, we're doing this together. Yeah. There's something about it. And and I'm, I, I, I really believe that, uh, I know that this being in the house of prayer has given me such a love for the greater body of Christ yeah. that it, I actually am so blessed to get this opportunity, uh, that I don't know that I would get in just a denomination that I stayed in for, you know, so many years and not having this you know, tasting all the flavors. It's, it's like, 
and I, I have experienced it where it's, um, I'm actually surprised sometimes about what people say who aren't in this context, who it's like, oh, oh, uh, how could you say that? This is the body of Christ. So <laughs> yeah. God's growing my heart towards the body, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing, I mean, as far as the big thing, and you know this for me in the last, I'd say four years, three or four years is um, pursuing or longing for more revelation of the love of the Father. Yeah. And um, that's been, a, yeah, that's just, that's just really uh, close to my heart. I had the opportunity to go to New Zealand and for three months and in, in this uh, with Father Heart Ministries, which was, uh, you know, God, I had been, you know, we all asked this, we all asked this in the house of prayer, asking for revelation of his love. And, you know, I've been asking and longing and I just, yeah, it's just like he surprised me. I feel like surprised with um, going in this, direction or going to the what led up to going to New Zealand was a surprise like I again it's just like the prayer thing if you would have told me six years ago that I would be so um focused on the father and getting the father's love I wouldn't have understood uh, but all, the Lord has also done a lot of healing in my own uh, relationship with my earthly father who's all, already passed on but some huge healing has happened over the years mm. and being in the house of prayer has been part of where the healing has happened and just other, other things that the Lord has used, but this, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, just through, through heart forgiveness and, um, yeah, releasing my dad, you know, acknowledging things and releasing heart forgiveness. He's just expanding my heart to receive the father, my father, the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that look like yeah. when you say receiving him? Like, um, receiving, uh, like with my earthly father for so many years, for so long, I believed he didn't love me or care about me, which was a lie. It's a, a lie got, um, I had lies. I believe lies, and uh, so those lies I, I overlaid on the father, and it's like the truth is starting to come in. I'm actually able to see him as a father, whereas before I couldn't. It was only Jesus, and and that's good because Jesus is the perfect representation of the father. So it's good to see Jesus and um. But especially because of my wounding with my dad, my earthly dad, uh, I just think it's a really good thing for me specifically to be yeah. able to see father. And so as, as he's, he enjoys me, he's, um, you know, seeing this, like he actually enjoys me. He, he, he cares about me. He cares about what I, I, uh, what's going on in my heart. He wants to deposit love and comfort his, um, his tender side. I want to say feminine side, but he's not, he's not woman. He's not man. He's, he's not male or female, right? He's, but he encompasses it all. And I'm, 
Uh, so anyways, being able to receive that from him, that, that masculine part of him that provides, but also that feminine side that brings comfort and cares for me and nurtures me and holds me. Yeah. And, Which I've always yeah. found because I've, I've heard you talk about that. I think you called it the mothering heart of Father God, I think is what yeah. I heard you say. Yeah. And it's interesting because I remember you talked about, I don't remember the scriptures now, but some of the descriptions in the Bible about him, which clearly indicated him like a female side to him, which I thought, was like, oh, that's. Yeah. I don't remember if you know them to be able to say them right now, but like. Well, there, I mean, there's the one about as a hen gathers her chicks, oh, you yeah. know, I, that is that protective one. Um, there's that one where I, he longs to comfort, how I long to comfort you um as a mother what is it no i sorry i should have had my scriptures all <laughs> um but there's that how he longs to comfort us he longs to yeah. yeah there's actually quite a few and if i would have done my study before i didn't, no, <laughs> I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't say i was gonna talk about this yeah no that's interesting then when it like when you look at the father now, like what would you say you see? I would say, well, I see, I see the one who looks at all the earth as his children, that each one who he knew before the foundation of the world, that he loves each one and longs for them yeah. to come home, to be with him in eternity. And um he uh longs for us to have that same love that him and jesus experienced together the trinity that whole john 17 thing he longs for us to come in and experience that love that they all have for one another uh he yeah he he um he wants that none should perish he wants he wants to come and heal our wounds he wants to to uh, everything that the fall, everything that happened at the fall, you know, when we we started to cover ourselves in fig leaves and hide from him, he wants to take off the fig leaves and embrace us. And um, yeah, and have us live from the tree of life instead of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and uh, yeah. There's again, there's lots of little, but, but that just at the end, he just he loves his children. He's yeah, he's a good father. That mm -hmm. heart speaks for his children. Yeah. So if there's someone listening who's starting off in prayer, wanting to grow, what would you say? What would you encourage them with? Well, I if there's if they're wanting to pray in the context of a house of prayer, yeah. I mean, that I would say, you know, come and be yourself, come as you are and um, be open to, I mean, be open to listen and learn, especially from leadership who have wisdom and who, who, who have where there's boundaries and there's reason for boundaries. Um, yeah. you know, this is what we do in this context, like be open to, 
to finding out that and because there's good reasons for the boundaries good reasons for what has the way it's been set up like be willing for that yeah and um yeah i and don't quit because for me there's been many times especially when the lord's really got his finger on something in me where he's he's doing either so he's healing something he's getting in touch where i have been so triggered and i've wanted to just leave and it's like okay. you know i'm upset something's upsetting me it could be a um you know just the tension of the community or whatever and i wanted to just and it's like yeah so it's, i would say don't quit until you know for sure <laughs> i mean maybe god's telling you to quit but but um it can be really stirring and it he can go really deep in this context as far as uprooting things uprooting things in our hearts and uh so just don't quit let him do the work and and trust that if you just keep coming it will work out it will work itself out and you will have gifts in it like <laughs> yeah <laughs> some good things and so yeah i um what else would i say um yeah just especially if people are called like really feeling like they are really are interested like i not i don't want to say if they are intercessors but if they're really drawn to prayer to just keep at it for a, a season like make a commitment and just stay with it and and uh just see what he does in it see, watch what he does watch how he he works in in the whole um in the room in the in that in the context yeah yes would you like to pray uh for people listening and then we'll close off sure um so so lord i just thank you i thank you for you know anyone that might be listening and um or watching that may see this in the days ahead and that you're calling to to prayer or they already pray and and they're just needing maybe some assur reassurance they're meeting needing some um some confirmation or needing something from you in this i just pray for that i pray that you would bless them with your um with your confirmations you would bless them with your grace i ask you to release grace for prayer release grace for um what you what you would like for them release grace for this relationship with you in prayer uh release grace as we were talking earlier for ministering to you lord i ask that you would stir up desire to understand um um more about prayer to to desire what you want lord i ask for you to have your um inheritance in the in the area of prayer <clears throat> thank you lord for all you know just in the last how much prayer has just uh prayer rooms how many prayer rooms have opened up on the earth in the last 10 and 20 years and i just i just bless those again that that may be a part of what you're doing 
maybe they don't even know it yet, or maybe they're getting the stirrings. And I, I just bless, and I, I just pray protection over what you're doing, and um, just lead them, Lord. May they experience your leading. May they trust your leading. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> and thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we'll have another episode out for you next week. So stay tuned.